Welcome to Hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self-love. Hi, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to Hashtag Love Yourself. On today's episode, we are going to talk about self-acceptance. Okay, so what is self-acceptance? It's the act and state of understanding and recognizing one's own abilities and limitations. So kind of in layman's terms, what that really truly means and what self-acceptance is, is that we're accepting the whole of us, right? We're accepting our abilities, but we're also accepting our limitations and the things that maybe, you know, so that aren't so light and cheery, um, some of the things that we see as holding ourselves back. Um, so we accept the light parts of us and the dark of us, right? Um, and we've talked about this kind of in smaller versions throughout other episodes. We've talked about, you know, um, accepting our shadow self um, and really, you know, integrating that in and healing that part of ourselves and loving those parts of ourselves um, because that's really the true aspect of loving ourselves truly, right? At a really deep level. And so self-acceptance can seem really simple and really broad, but um, especially through this episode, I really encourage you to dig deep, right? To dig deep into the things that you um, aren't accepting about yourself and really give those pieces of yourself love, right? And um, shine some light and some love onto those things that you know we don't desire about ourselves or maybe our circumstance or our life. Um, because really the only th- way to um, get through something is to go towards it, right? to embrace it. And usually what happens when people embrace things, well, not usually, what happens when people <laughs> embrace things, right, is that this beautiful magic happens, right? That either what they thought it was, they made it up to be, become, becomes like so different and it dissipates into something completely different. Or we end up um, wrapping our arms and around it and loving it. And actually seeing, you know, the blessings of something that we thought was so scary or something we were in so much fear of, right? To accept about ourselves. So um, it's really important to remember that self-acceptance when it's done properly and when it's done in a healthy way, right? That it's unconditional, okay? And that doesn't mean that we make a list of things that an attributes list of ourselves of things that, you know, um, maybe are harmful or destructive to ourselves and others. And then we just say, oh, well, that's me. And, <laughs> and I'm not getting rid of it. I'm just, I'm me, I'm who I am. And I accept myself, right? Because that's not loving yourself or living in a healthy way either, right? Because loving ourselves is being healthy to ourselves. And so if we know something is harmful or unhealthy, we know that it's something that we need to work on. But it is the first the first place to ch- anything changing anything is like acknowledgement and acceptance, right? Because if you don't acknowledge that something exists, 
then you can't even begin down the road to recovery, to heal, or to change the behavior, right? Um, so it's really, really, really important for um, self-acceptance is like that that first step, that first piece to, to healing and to change. Um, so, so think about that when you're spending time going over the whole of you, or maybe you're going through a change in your life and, um, there's new parts of your world or your life that you just feel like you can't accept, right? Um, remember that love is unconditional and that even though we may not desire some things, that accepting it for what it is, is part of the love, okay? And if we can do that first step, that really creates a momentum for us to be able to move it in different directions if we need to, to make our lives healthier and happier, okay? Okay, so... <clears throat> There was, when I was doing my research, there was a lot about um, people being in disbelief, right? <laughs> um, people, when they would look at photos of themselves or see audio, or not see audio, see videos or hear audio of themselves, right? They would say, that doesn't look like me or that doesn't sound like me. Um, there was a lot of people... Um, kind of really not being able to accept the truth of who they are, maybe visually or um, how, the, how the world sees them, I guess, how, how they're presented to the world, right? A lot of people, we have a lot of shame and guilt on our bodies. We have a lot of shame and guilt on um, maybe our status or financial status of how we can represent ourselves with our clothing and, and our material items, right? And so there's a lot of our ego is running the show there and trying really, really hard to present what we call, it's like a self-perception mask to the world. And what we do is we have this best, most glossy version of who we want the world to see of us, this perception that, that we want to show the world and we want them to only see that. We don't want them to see the dirty, right? And the the stinky parts of us that that are, are just not fun to deal with, or maybe that um, really unhealthy family member <laughs> that that is part of our birth family, right? Um, we don't want people to know where we came from, where our roots lie. We don't want people to know that maybe um, we have no money in the bank or that we're not good with money or, you know, I mean, I could give you so many scenarios of what people are trying to hide from the world, from what the perception that they're trying to mask and show everyone, right? So we have this and a lot of people, everybody named it something different, but there was a lot of talk about this and I thought this was really interesting. And now that I've learned about it, I can definitely see that we're all doing it, right? So they all had a different name for it, but I'm just going to call it our self-perception mask. So we have this, mo this most perfect, glossy, picture-perfect version that we try to represent and show the world. And <clears throat> we do really crazy and really weird things to make, the, make everyone else see this, right? So we, um, uh, 
you know, we wear, we wear Spanx, you know, women, we wear Spanx to make ourselves look like we have an hourglass figure. Uh, or we wear push-up bras to make us look like we have big breasts, right? Or for guys, um, we suck in our bellies when we take photos, you know? <laughs> I see you guys doing that a lot. Um, or we buy really expensive cars that are out of our budgets because we want the world to think that, that we are at that financial level, right? When really we're not, you know, it's not really economical maybe for your situation, um, but we do it anyway, right? We push the envelope, right? Um, and so those are just a few examples of like the things that we do to like represent ourselves at the very most top level, right? We want people and like now look at these days we have like Snapchat and we have all these social media stuff and they have all these filters, right? Where we are constantly trying to show this like amazingly perfect version this mask, right? The self-perception mask. So we're trying to show the world that, right? And the funny thing about that mask is that the only person that really believes in that mask and really actually like sees that mask, besides the people that don't know you, the people that maybe like only meet you like once or twice or, you know, see you, you know, pass in passing. Besides those people, the only person that really believes that this mask and sees this mask is you, okay? That's the only one. Everyone else that is really in your life, so your partner, your children, your parents, you know, your every your neighbors, like every single person, maybe not your neighbors, depending on how close you are with your neighbors. I get really close with my neighbors, but maybe for some people you don't get that close. But um, they say after four months that you can't uphold most illusions, like most illusions after four months fail. And that's why, um, don't make any large decisions in, in new relationships at, until after four months. Cause, um, it's really hard for people to see, to hold up illusions and lies for, um, longer, like psych psychologists say that, right. It's been found. Um, so usually after four months, you can kind of see who a person is if you're close enough to them, right? Maybe if they hold you out bay, that's not really the truth. But for this example, you know, if you're really in their life, right? So everybody who's really in your life at a real level anyways, sees you for the real you. They don't see that mask that you're trying to show, okay? They see the bad things. They see when you get pissed off. They see um, maybe when you're being codependent. They see um, they see so much, they see it all, right? They, they see your pores on your face that, that the Snapchat filter covers up, right? When they see you in person, they see the wrinkles that the Snapchat filters get rid of, right? They see you for the exact weight that you are, whether you want to pretend you're a different weight from the scale, right? They see everything, right? And they hear your voice. And you know, the beautiful thing is, is that they see the, all, they see the real you, and they still love you and they want to be with you, right? And that's that's the thing is that if everyone else in the world is accepting you for the real you, not that glossy masked self-perception version that you're trying to portray to everyone, right? Because that's, yeah, it's nice to reach for the stars. Totally go for it, right? And I love becoming the best version of me. Like that's what this whole podcast is about in class, right? Is about 
being a better version of me every day, right? So striving for that, that's amazing. But also accepting who you truly are, right? In this moment. And in this moment, I am not like, I'm not a psychologist on self-love or I'm not the person that knows the most about self-love and I might not do self-love in every single moment. I am learning just along with you, right? And accepting where you are, accepting your life as it is, accepting who you are. And once you can like accept all of you, right? It's a really beautiful place to be because then you can, it gives you like a freedom, right? And it, and it gives you that self-love that really backs up all the other topics and areas that we really struggle in, right? When we struggle in confidence, it's because we're not accepting ourselves all the way. But if we accept ourselves all the way, right? When you get to that place, you recognize to yourself, like, this is me and I'm, I, I am wonderful just as I am. And, and, you know, I'm loving myself and the world's going to love me. And like, I can just be me, right? I get to be me. Like, and then you have that confidence to be all of you, right? And to improve yourself like you want to and try to strive for that glossy version, but recognize that the real you, all of you is really what people see and, and to love that, that part of you, right? Um, so have you ever heard of, it's called unconditional positive regard. Okay. And it's something I think that is very important. I had never heard of the term, but once I heard about what it was, I was like, that's what I've been striving to teach people my whole life from like a really small child. Like, I don't understand why people don't have this naturally. Like we need to, as a culture and society, we need to really get on board with this. Um, and that's why I'm like dumbfounded when someone's so rude. Cause I'm like, like we should love everyone because you're human, not because of your rank or whatever. Right. Okay. So now I'm going to explain what it is now that I've gotten you intrigued. <laughs> okay. So Unconditional positive regard is basic acceptance and support of a person's of a person regardless of what they say or do. So nothing that they say or do can make you see them as unlovable, right? That doesn't mean that you're going to allow their actions and behavior to be destructive or unhealthy to themselves or you, right? Like you're going to put up boundaries when you need to do that, right? From them. But instead you're going to accept that person at a much deeper level than like their surface behaviors, okay? And so when someone's acting out, right? When someone's being abusive, right? And I've dealt with a lot of that in my life, but when someone is being that way, right? That doesn't make them any less than you who is not acting that way, right? They are still a human, right? And should be treated as such, right? And that's where I think our society and our culture really, man, we have a lot of work to do in that area, right? We have a lot of work to do with people thinking that, oh, that person over there did something that I would never do, or I don't think is right, right? And what is right or wrong, right? That's just relative to you, your perspective, right? But what they did isn't right. And so that person doesn't deserve my love, doesn't deserve to be loved. So I'm going to shun my love from them. And that's the thing is like, like I said before, we love doesn't have to be that you accept somebody's unhealthy 
or even if it's like just behavior that right now where you're at, you can't deal with because of the place that you're in and you recognizing that not even, it doesn't even have to be abusive or unhealthy, right? It could just be like, okay, that person's behavior flares up this trigger for me. And so I got to love myself and step back, right? So I'm not saying that you can't do that, right? Those are, that's really healthy and that's really important. And we need to continue doing that for ourselves, right? But, but you can love some, someone from afar, right? And when you think of them, right? Even when you think of how they've wronged you, and I do this all the time because there's some people that have my heart, like even though they're toxic, unhealthy, abusive people, right? That I have had to ban from my physical life. I think of them often and I think, oh my gosh, like all these times where we laugh or all these times where um, just good memories with each other, right? Where things weren't awful, right? Um, the good times, right? And I, and, or even when I think of like maybe something nasty that they've done, right? You can send them love, right? You can love them from afar by not playing into your ego's issues and saying, yeah, what they did was unhealthy, but I'm going to let it go. Right. And I'm going to love them in this moment. I'm just going to sit here for a second. I'm just going to think of love flowing to them, you know, and that's the key, right? Is for us to, when we can accept ourselves, right? Then it becomes so much easier to accept others, right? And to love them, right? In the right way. And so this unconditional positive regard that I'm speaking of, right? Is we need to have that for ourselves, right? We need to like, you, I could have that all day long for everyone else and do this flowing of the love to everyone else. But then when it came to like myself, right? I was not allowing myself to break down and cry. I wasn't allowing myself to mess up, right? And if I did, I was shaming myself and I was, you know, talking, you know, um, in my mind about how um, bad I was for making those decisions. And, you know, it's just negative self-talk, right? That was the way of the past. And so I want you to use positive, unconditional positive self-regard towards yourself, right? And remember that you're still lovable no matter what decision you make on this planet, in this life, you are still lovable and you still deserve your full acceptance, right? Even if you did something that you feel so much remorse and so much shame and guilt over, accept yourself. That's the first place you can start. Accept yourself and say, I accept that that happened. And now, boy, do I ever not want to ever go and do and repeat that again, right? Because I know how dark it feels. I know how empty I feel and I don't want to do that to myself, right? Okay, so um, the thing about why this unconditional positive regard thing is like so important. It's like such a really a key piece to not only like a healthy society, like I said, right? But the self-acceptance piece of our self-love is that what happens, it's like a vicious cycle. So you're supposed to get that from your parents, okay? You're supposed to. And and I think most well-meaning people try really hard that despite whatever their child does, like their toddler, you know, throws a tantrum, right? But you're still going to kneel down and no matter what they did, you're going to still try to calm them down and love them, right? Um, but what ends up happening is the children 
that don't have the parents or the caregivers that to give this um, positive self-regard, unconditional positive self-regard to them, then they grow up into an adult that doesn't know how to give it. And then they don't give it to their, they, they have kids and then they don't, they don't give it to their children. And then on and on and on the cycle goes, right? And now we're sitting in a world where me as like a young child, I'm confused on why majority of the world, like as from a, I remember thinking this to myself as a really small child, how weird and odd it was that the world, they would just, people would just be mean when they, when they didn't believe that you were doing the right thing. That all of a sudden when you became tainted in their perception, that, that you were no good to them and they were just drop you like a hat, you know? And with no concern, no love, no nothing, right? And I remember just thinking, and you see it on movies all over the place and, and you, um, yeah, and I just remember experiencing it, you know, and then now as an adult, over and over and over again, that's where most of the pain comes from is when I think when people, um, they don't accept you because uh, essentially they're not accepting themselves, right? When they're not being able to unconditionally love you and they're only conditionally loving, it's because they're not unconditionally loving themselves, right? You only can do to yourself what you do to, or you can only do to others what you do to yourself, right? So, so as within, so as without. That's, that's the, the law of this universe, one of the laws of this universe, right? Okay. Um, so yeah, so making sure that, you know, we, we as parents, you know, if we weren't given that, that now we break that chain, right? We break that cycle. It starts with you, right? So that's what you're going to do is you're going to start with yourself, right? You're, you're going to be the person that you're going to unconditionally love yourself, which means, unconditionally self-acceptance. You're going to accept that the whole of you, right? And once you do that, that love for yourself will just naturally pass down to your children because not only you are what you, um, like, I mean, your children will see what you are, not by what you preach, but what you are. Does that make sense? So they learn, yeah, from your words here and there, very small amounts. Actually, if you look up the statistics, it's not very much that they get from your verbal, like telling them like, you know, you need to do this. What they get it is from watching you monkey see, monkey do, and you doing it to your, like you living it. Because if you don't live it, they have, they have nothing to base that off of, right? That's where they're, they're learning it from actually living it. So you got to live it in your home. You got to live it for yourself and then they will live it for themselves. Okay. Um, so this is your assignment. Okay. Is take one thing about yourself that you don't like. Okay. That you feel is undesirable and it could be your behavior. It could be a physical attribute. It could be maybe even the circumstance in your life right now. Okay. You're going to think of one thing. So we're going to start small, right? Because that's the easiest way to do it. And I want you to spend time giving it love. And what that really actually looks like and what you're going to do is I want you to make a list of 10 positive aspects about that thing. Okay, so pick out whatever it is and then make a 10 positive aspects list. And if you've ever listened to Abraham Hicks or if you've read the book, The Secret, right? You will know that this 10 positive aspect list is actually not only life-changing, but it manifests, right? 
Um, and that isn't the only purpose within um, this activity, but another thing that it does within your brain, right, and in your emotions is once you flip the script and you start putting positivity and gratitude and like positive frequency essentially is what you're doing towards something that maybe you don't desire, it's flushing that positive frequency or what I like to call love, right, at it. And that's all that anything really wants. That's all that anything really needs. And then suddenly just watch as the magic of not only your emotions and your mind changing around the subject, right? But usually what happens, so I'm not joking you, like I made a pause, I had a fight, like um, an argument with someone one time that I loved dearly. And this person is very stubborn, very stuck in their ways. Like you never heard of this person ever apologizing to anyone, right? This person was just very, very stuck in their ways, as you could say. And we got in a, an argument and um, I remember it was during the time that I was going through uh, through my mastectomy. So I was learning about the law of attraction and really diving deep and, and read the book, The Secret. And they said, one of the things you could do is write the pause, 10 positive aspect lists. Anytime something's going wrong, anytime you're having any trouble in life, do that and see how it turns around. Like instantly, like write down the things that happen afterwards and see, so you can see the proof. And I remember I got in this fight and oh, it was a, like nasty argument and I love this person dearly and I don't wish anything bad upon them. And so I decided to sit down like they were telling me in the book and I wrote the list and then no joke, I'm not joking you, like half an hour, an hour later, this person who never believes that they're wrong ever, 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 ever apologized to me. Like probably like I've never heard of anybody even in the family line ever saying that that person has ever <laughs> been like apologetic. And I just was just so blown away. And like I said, the universe works in magical ways. And when you use, you know, when you do like your frequency at a high level and put love towards stuff, that's what, you know, cause really, truly, I was just really thankful to have this person in my life. I, the, what we were arguing about, I didn't even care. I didn't even care. I didn't even need the apology. Right. But it was amazing to get it. Right. Felt so good. My ego felt amazing, but you know, I just love the person. And that's what my list was about is that I don't wish that we fight and that I love them and that I just wish them to be happy. And I wish us to be on good terms and happen like magic. So just know that. Okay. Um, and then I want you to, so after, after you have made that positive aspect list, I want you to go and I want you to look in the mirror. We're going to do a little bit mirror work with this. Okay. And I want you to say the following to yourself. I want you to say, dear, and you can fill in the blank. So dear, I don't know, big gut or dear small booty or whatever it is you want to say, or dear smoking habit. I don't know what it is for you. Okay. Or dear me not accepting this circumstance in my life, whatever it is, okay? Whatever it is for you. I see you. And although you previous although previously I haven't wanted to accept you, I'm finally ready to bring you into the light and love that part of me that says, I'm not good enough with you as a part of me. Because the truth is that I am good enough. All of me is good enough. And I was just so stuck in this illusion on earth that makes me forget that even things that I deem undesirable 
aren't as equally as important to all the things in the world that I see as my light or the light of the world or love. Without the dark, we would not know the light. So I accept you and I love you. And so it is. And there you go. And that is so beautiful. Like, see, it almost makes me like teary because I'm like, it's just so, it, we need to be loving all of ourselves, right? We need to be, and start with you, start with loving yourself, start with accepting yourself so that you can, that's the only way to be able to change, right? Is if you accept it first, right? Okay. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this little bit on acceptance and, um, I hope that you can start to accept all of you because you truly are the most amazing, beautiful thing that this earth has ever seen. Okay, take care and don't forget, love yourself. Mm -hmm.